Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Signs and one. 
wonders, mighty deeds and great accomplishments shall be the testimony. Fulfill your ministry before the time is done. Make full proof of your calling. So fulfill your ministry before the time is done. Make full proof of your calling. Thank you for welcoming me once again into your homes, into your phones, tablets, wherever, however you're watching. It's such a blessing and um, I can see that we are all back joining after a wonderful um, time with the flow prayer service. Amen. And um, what an awesome time of prayer it was. Um, Thank you, uh, Bishop Daggyward Mills, for this wonderful time of prayer. It was invigorating i know that god will guide us god will help us to trample over our enemies and we shall um, prevail victorious thank you also all for watching all over the world sofa delas from um um, italy janelle you are blessed thank you for always coming on janelle for your encouragement pastor victor from accra you are also welcome Today we end then um, transform your pastoral ministry, and next week we'll be doing church planting. Yeah, you know, like I said, these um, conferences are seed conferences. You know, these conferences are not for new believers per se. My aim is to work and to teach and to preach and to focus on things that will bring church growth. Amen. Not necessarily establishment of um, or like to preach for church members to be established this is not a milk conference this is a strong meat conference yeah. amen. amen so next week we are going into church planting That's right. you yeah. know like a prophet led us in the prayer this morning we are going to all nations 190 nations to asia to europe to um, south america to africa to north america everywhere you know i've been a career missionary to asia and i, and I know the great need there and I thank you for watching. We are um, coming on strong. I'm sure you are happy that we've uh, moved the time, you know, to 1 p.m. so that we can all be part of the flow prayer meetings. And then afterwards, after praying, we also come to be fed by the word of God. What a wonderful blessing. So I'd also like you to call your friends, like the page, share it, encourage someone to come on that. Um, we finished praying. It is now time to hear the word of god let us pray our father in heaven how we thank you for um today for the blessedness of this opportunity to hear your word of god to be sharpened you know to be more effective in ministry for our churches to grow your word says that as iron sharpeneth iron 
so that the man sharpened the countenance of his friends. I thank you for an anointing of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for fresh oil that will help us to receive your engrafted wealth, which is able to save our souls mm. and to give us an inheritance among them that are sanctified. I thank you for fresh oil also coming to everybody watching and partaking of this conference. Let our lives never be the same again. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Age reasons why interaction is important for every church. Age reasons why every pastor must do interaction. Look, it is the job of a pastor to interact. Jesus came to interact with us. Amen. For many years, he had been in heaven talking through mobile phones. He had, Jesus had been sending us WhatsApp messages. Jesus has been sending us telegram messages and videos through the prophets. Wow. Amen. Amen. And he has been sending us emails right. by the hands of the scribes and the Pharisees. Yes. But after doing all that, he has been praying through the prophets. Elijah, Elisha, great men of prayer. Abraham, great intercessors. You know, but then he also visited Abraham. He had also been visiting. He visited Abraham. He visited Isaac. He visited Jacob. God, you see, God, 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 God is a champion visitor. Yeah. God is a visitor. He told um, Zacchaeus, today I'm coming to visit you at home. Amen. Amen. He told the uh, Pharisees, no, Jesus was such a prolific visitor that they said, ah, behold a glutton and a wine Bible. He's going from house to house eating. He visited Mary and Martha. Jesus was a champion visitor. Anyone who tells you or who teaches that you shouldn't visit is a doctrine of devils. Because even Satan visits. Yeah. He's, he told God, I've been going to and fro across the earth. He went to visit Job. But just that when he went, Job was surrounded by, by angels and hedges of protection. Say. Satan visits. The Bible says that when a demon is gone out of a man, he roams about in dry places, finding no rest. He goes back to the house. Mm. Even Satan does repeated visits. So visitation is a part of God's work and Satan's work. So if you're a pastor, you should also visit. Jesus also taught. Mm -hmm. Amen. In fact, one one of the only titles he accepted to be called by was Rabbi. Rabbi. Which which means teacher. teacher. So Jesus taught. But after doing all that, he still interacted with us. Amen. Interaction is, a, is an intrinsic part of the gospel. Augustina, I from the Kadesh, watching, beautiful, wow. Pastor Jackson Lange from Kinshasa, you are welcome. Pastor Stephen from Malta, you are also welcome. And everybody else, Pastor Vikash K. Matthew from India. Wow, from India, you are also welcome to the seed conference we're jumping straight into the word of god please listen to me you know i'm teaching pastors and serious christians how to make your church grow from the this book by bishop dag Heward mills transform your pastoral ministry you know and it's and it's also part of the macario 60. this one there's a set of 60 books there are 60 books in this box all written by bishop dag Heward mills on different areas of ministry Everything you need to know for ministry is there. Then there's this also um, set of 13 new books. All of them were released last year. And wherever you are, you can just send a message to the number on your screen by WhatsApp. And they'll get in touch with you and uh, make arrangements for you to get it. 
this one here is excellent for teaching your leaders and your bible school if you want to set up a bible school this is what you need you know this the 12 books in this set is the curriculum for one of the best bible schools in the world the prestigious anakazo bible seminary this is the curriculum they go through for for three years you know and then you are um, appointed as a pastor and by the time you come out every church you plant will grow it is, it is an anointed and practical bible school right. and, the, and the graduates are among the leading ministers in the towns and cities and countries where um they, they are sent to start churches so this is excellent you know all the textbooks they are textbooks 12 textbooks you know they are um, written in a modular form so that you can have how you can teach in blocks and have exam questions and everything it's wonderful you can just send a whatsapp message and we will make arrangements with you to get it hallelujah Amen. wow bishop william Corris from cape town south africa you are welcome and pastor chandler dotin from india watching participating pastor beatrice again from uganda always watching pastor beatrice god bless you Amen. before i continue i want to say something that you know at the end of may the 29th of may we will be ending this season of um more conferences or macarius online witty inventions conference but if you would like me to have a conference with your church and your leaders alone to train them to teach them to encourage them on anything you can also just send a whatsapp message we will organize it um, two days ago I was having a wonderful teaching and miracle service with a miracle assembly of god church in bhopal wow. india it was wonderful we had a wonderful meeting the power of god was real the teaching anointing was strong they were so blessed they sent so many testimonies you can also have me minister to your church or to your leaders to your congregation and teach them something you want them to know you know the bible says freely have you received freely gave so just invite us we will make arrangements tell you the time and then um it will be done it's it's going to be a great blessing for your church as well hallelujah Amen. i also have another birthday gift for everyone who is watching today wow. amen but at the appropriate time i will announce but i have another special it will blow your mind away blow your mind away especially for those of you who will be watching the flow prayer meetings it will blow your mind away wow. amen eight reasons why interaction is important for every church you see what is interaction interaction is an informal casual chat or interaction or conversation between the pastor and individual church members you see it is nice to preach to the whole church but it is also important it is a most critical important out of pulpit ministry that a pastor must develop in order to make his church grow i'll say it again it is an important out of pulpit ministry say out of pulpit pulpit. yes that means that when you leave the pulpit it's an important part of the ministry to develop because how long do you spend behind the pulpit anyway Mm. one hour 45 minutes even two hours what what do you do the rest of the week there are out of pulpit ministries that you might develop and one of the most important ones that will make your church grow is interaction Interaction. with a church member this is different from preaching or counseling no this is where you casually find out how they are there are some churches that try to meet this need 
by making the pastor stand at the door of the church after church. There are many churches I've been to. When I finish preaching, they make me join the pastor and stand at the door of the church before the congregation walks out. And now the people that are coming out, they shake the pastor, say hello to him. You are there also. Hi, it's your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that your child? Oh, beautiful, wonderful. You see, but you cannot develop a relationship in a line. Like there's a long queue of two of 200 people. Everybody shaking your hand and saying hello to you. And as we even come back after the corona pandemic, I don't know how many people will be happy to shake their pastor's hand. Or, or even come close enough to him. Some would even keep the pastor on the cheek. I tell you, after the pandemic, there's nobody going to kiss no pastor or no cheek. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But interaction is still important because Jesus interacted constantly and he still interacts. He appears to people in their dream and you can see that though that Jesus still interacts with, they seem to be more committed to Jesus Mm. than those he doesn't interact with. Those who have had dreams and visions of Jesus, though that Jesus has visited them or he's even spoken to them and they've heard clearly, they seem to be more committed to Jesus Mm -hmm. than those who haven't had such experiences. Amen. Amen. Pastor Sophia from Koforidua, you are welcome. Amen. Amen. Number one, interaction makes people stay in the church. Amen. Amen. And Bishop teaches in the book that people join the church for various reasons. Mm. You know, a church is like a restaurant. There are many restaurants in town. And people go to a restaurant to eat. But whether they become regular clients of the restaurant now depends on other factors that are happening in the restaurant. Mm. In the same way, people join or attend churches for different reasons. But as to whether they will stay in the church and become permanent members of the church, one of the things that makes them stay is when their pastor interacts with them. You see, interaction creates a bond. Interaction creates a personal relationship. The Bible says that an Adam knew Eve and they brought forth a child. The Bible says that when you know somebody, it brings forth children. Amen. Amen. When the Bible says that in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct their path. That word acknowledge is from the same word know. And Adam knew Eve. In all thy ways acknowledge him. The root word, the etymology, the root word of know and knowledge are all the same. It, it, it is from the Hebrew word yajada. Yada. Which is the same as praise. That same word, word, word we use for praise. Yada, which all means to have an intimate knowledge of someone. Yes, so the more intimate knowledge a pastor has with his members and of his members, the more fruit it will will bear. Because the more the people will become permanent. Why? The Bible says that the seed is the word of God. So when a pastor interacts with his members or speaks to his members, his words go into them and their words also come into him. So there's a permanent relationship established. And the more the interaction, which is the more the exchange, then the more the relationship is built and the more difficult it will be for the people to leave your church. So the more people you can interact with in your church, the more established members you are going to create in your church. Amen. Amen. So if you want your members to be permanent, create a strong system of interaction with them. You will have increasingly larger numbers of people becoming established. I remember when I was sent to India, the first thing I did was 
to start visiting. Yes, I went to the homes of all the influential people in the church, sat down with them, visited them. You see, because people like to size up the pastor. They don't know whether they should receive him or not. They don't know whether he's a good person or not. They don't know whether he's better than the one who's left or not. I mean, people, people size each other up. And when you interact with people, it helps them to calm down. Because you see as being a mysterious person. They know you, you know them. So all of you begin to be comfortable with each other. So if you're going to have more permanent members, then you must also increase the number of people you are interacting with whose seeds are in you and whose seeds you have received. Amen. Amen. Number two. Pastor Mahima Raja from India. Pastor Abhishek Mwangi from India. You're all welcome in the name of Jesus. Number two. Interaction makes people feel important. Wow. And everybody wants to feel important. Everybody. You know, you would be surprised eh? You, you may think that some people don't occupy important positions in society, so they don't mind not being made to feel important. Mm. <laughs> but that is not true. That's not true. Everybody wants to feel important. See, everybody feels important. Mm. And everybody is a king in their palace. Right. Even if he lives in a, in a one-bedroom house, he's the king of his one-bedroom house, yeah. and he's the most important person in his one-bedroom house as far as he is concerned. Yeah. So when they come to your church or someone comes to your church and you don't make them feel important, the message they receive is that you don't value them. And everybody goes away from where he feels he's not valued. Mike Medoc has a beautiful book called The Law of of Recognition. And And what he teaches in the book is that if you cannot recognize the value of someone, they will go away from you. And anyone or anything whose value you recognize will stay with you. Amen. So when people come to your church, make everybody feel important by talking to them. You see, when people come to a church, it is like the pastor, whether he likes it or not, is like the superstar of the church. He is the only one on top preaching and doing all the other things. So if he can condescend, that's why the Bible command said that might not hide things but condescend it's a commandment condescend or come down to the level of men of low estate you know and jesus showed us the formula and the way when jesus came he ignored the rich people the rich people of the city okay went for fishermen mm-hmm. in every society the fishermen are like the low class people jesus just disregarded all the he, he, he Watch this. Jesus went to the fishermen, mm-hmm. but he made Joseph of Arimathea come to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Jesus had no time for visiting Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus and all these guys. He went to the fishermen. Wow. But pastors of today, hey. we go to the Joseph of Arimathea yes. and we allow the fishermen to come to us. That is why we are not receiving the result that, that Christ received. Mm-hmm. Amen. And when you interact with people as a culture, as a way of life, and you don't discriminate, it makes people get drawn to you. People love you. People get drawn to you. And your church will grow because, look, the Bible says that God has chosen the, the poor of this world to be rich in faith. Most of your church members, if you are looking at me, most of your church members will be poor. 
So your inability to relate with the, the poor or your unwillingness to relate with the poor is a sure sign that your church will not grow. It's a sure sign. Sure sign that your church will not grow. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 12 verse 7. Look at what the Bible says of God concerning sinful men like us. Look at what the Bible says about how God values us. The Bible says that even the very hairs of our head are numbered. Not that God knows that we have five. Look in Luke 12, 7. Luke chapter 12, verse 7. Not that the Bible says that God knows the number of hairs that we have. That's not what the Bible says. God says that every hair of our head, he has given a number to it. That is how valuable we are to God. That is how God sees us. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son to die for us. God treats us as important people. He interacts with us. He came to interact with us. Dear pastor, you also interact with your sheep. How do you interact with them? Find out how they are. Speak to them. Ask them their names. Direct them. One of the things I I do that people find shocking, I tell people, I want to be your friend. Can I be your friend? And they say, oh, of course, pastor, of course. I would be so privileged. I would be so honored to be your friend. You see, many people feel unloved. The whole world is full of 8 billion unloved people. So if you can make people feel loved by you, they will will be drawn to you. There are many men in the world. Why would a woman choose one man to marry? The the woman chooses a man to marry who has shown her love. And when a woman has five different men all showing her love, the one that she perceives or she interprets to be showing her the most love is the one she agrees to marry. So, pastor also, dear pastor, the more people you can show love to, the more your church will grow. Because more people will stick to you like glue. Number three, the third reason why interaction is important. Because interaction makes people feel that they are not just a number or a statistic. Mm. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something, dear pastor. All your church members know that every Sunday you take attendance. <laughs> All your church members know that every Sunday you count the number of people who go to church. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 28. The Bible says that the glory of the king is in the multitude of the people. But in the want of people is the prince's distraction. Amen. Amen. So your members know that the bigger your church, the more powerful you look. Mm-hmm. So, as, so as they are coming to church, it's also at the back of their minds that you are using them to be like a big pastor okay. among the other pastors or like you want your church to be bigger than the next church so that you look more powerful and sound more anointed than the next pastor. That's, that's all. And unfortunately for us, that's the truth. The bigger your church, the more successful you look among your peers. Now, how can that thought be driven away? It can be driven away by interaction. As you interact with your sheep, as you make them feel important, as you make them see that you genuinely care about them, they they will be committed to you. They will now go and tell their friends that their pastor is the best pastor. Yeah. One of the things that I use to interact is in marriage. Look, when people are going to get married, I talk to them. 
Ish, I do counseling for them. Wow. I ask them as I'm interacting with them. Of course, depending on how close they are to me. Mm-hmm. Are you a virgin? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if they say yes, I say okay. Then I need to counsel you specially. Wow. Then I call the couple. I tell them that look, for a virgin to break. Look, why are you saying mercy? Who is saying mercy on the group? Somebody on the group is saying mercy. <laughs> Instead of asking why I'm asking, are you a virgin? You are saying mercy. Okay. Anyway, let's let them continue. I ask, are you a virgin? If they say yes, then I know that they are going to have a big problem they are not aware of on their wedding night. Yes. Which is that they may not be able to have sex on the wedding night because of the pain of breaking the virginity. So I have developed a special counseling for virgins. Yeah. On what to do on the wedding night in order to overcome that painful situation mm. yes so when i finish the counseling with the model marriage book then i have a special counseling for virgins wow. yes and through experience we've even developed the easiest position to break the hymen wow. yeah so through interaction we solve a lot of problems yes so my members see me as the best pastor anybody could have in the world because through interaction I make them see that I'm concerned about the problem they are going to have that even they don't know they will have. So before they meet the problem, I've solved it for them already. Okay. Yes. That's a pastor. Pastor Ima Owari from Italy. You are blessed. Watch it. Wow. Yes. And then I counsel them. Your honeymoon night. Are you ready for it? <laughs> what have you packed for your honeymoon night? Your wedding night? Show it to me. I remember one girl, she was going for um, honeymoon. Then I said, send me pictures of what you are taking. What? I I asked her if she was mad. Because she had taken jeans, t-shirt. I said, look, this jeans, are you going to the market or you are going for honeymoon? Take a scissors, cut. Mm. 90% 90% of the genes cut it off. <laughs> that t-shirt, redesign it. I became a designer. Redesign the t-shirt. Cut here, cut here with the scissors. <laughs> Through interaction. Then when they go for honeymoon, I text them. Sometimes I go on WhatsApp. When I see them online, I I asked them, are you mad? How can you be on your WhatsApp group at 11 o'clock in the night during your honeymoon? Go off now! I'm telling you. So, interaction will bring a bond between you and your sheep. Yes, and as they're on honeymoon, I'll be interacting with them. What are you doing? Where are you? Have you done this? Have you done that? Send me pictures. Yes, have you done this? Have you done this? Oh, you are good. Wow. Say, I've done that. Hey! Ah! I'm giving you 10 minutes. Re- report back you. that you have done this. Thank you. Yes, and I guide them through. Wow. You see, a shepherd is supposed to guide your sheep. 
you will not know what your sheep are going through till you interact with them. Listen, don't say you are a prophet. Even the prophet Elijah didn't know the woman's son was dead. He said, this woman is troubled and the Lord has hidden it from me. There are a lot of things that you will not know. It's only through interaction. Elisha went to the woman and said, what is wrong? He said, my son, I told you, don't deceive me. See, my son is dead. Through interaction, Elisha got to know the problem and he solved it. Not because he was a prophet who had double portion of Elijah's anointing. Through interaction, he knew what was going on and he solved it. Amen. Amen. Dear pastor, you to interact with your members, you know a lot of problems going on in their lives and you will solve it. Amen. Amen. I see you solving many problems through interaction. Think about it. God also came to Adam. He didn't know there was a problem or he didn't say there was a problem. It is why he came to interact with Adam and Eve that he now found out that there was a marital problem and the serpent had come. He said, Adam, where are you? Adam said, I heard your voice. I was afraid I hid myself. And then God said, who told you you were afraid? As he interacted with Adam, then he realized there was a problem. If God is interacting to find out there's a problem, dear pastor, why don't you also interact? So you can know the problems of a sheep and solve them. Interaction will bring many solutions to the problems your sheep are going through. Amen. 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 Say amen. Amen. Number four. Are you being blessed? blessed. Interaction makes people feel that they are not objects being used for the pastor's fame. Like I was sharing with you, many people know that when the church is big, it's that the pastor is a mighty man of God. And he is. The larger your congregation, the more mighty you are. At least on earth. So when you interact, you make the people feel that you truly care about them. So pastors, set up an interaction system in your church in order to be able to talk to everybody. You know, who you come in, you are limited. So this Sunday, talk to some people. Next week, Sunday, talk to another group of people. Individually. I didn't say meet people in groups. I said individually. When you do that, you you stop going to your house at 12 o'clock. Yes. You have nowhere to do. That's why you go home at 12. When you begin to interact with people, you will see that one person who comes to sit down, after 45 minutes, the problem is still being discarded and is nowhere near conclusion. You will, you will stop going home at 11 o'clock to go and have lunch. <laughs> Amen. Number five. Interaction is important because personal contact changes wrong impressions. This is a very important point. Personal contact changes wrong impressions. You see, Satan has accused pastors by default. Many people have assumed that all pastors are proud, all pastors are arrogant. Satan has lied to your members about you. I am assuring you that many people have bad opinions about pastors. Now, as soon as you interact, People say that, ah, he's actually a very nice person. Mm. I never thought pastor was so nice. I've heard so many bad stories about him. Second Chronicles chapter 9, verse 5 and 6. Second Chronicles chapter 9, verse 5 and 6. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep sending your comments. Keep encouraging us. 
get another pastor to watch it's going to be a blessing second chronicles of the nine verse five beautiful winnie mikaska i'm sure from india pastor macroni from italy or from somewhere and she said to the king it was a true report i heard in my own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom how be it i didn't believe their words you see many people don't believe good things about pastors look at what the queen of sheba confessed he said however what i the good things i heard about you i didn't believe it until i came until i interacted with you because the queen of sheba stayed with solomon for some time until i interacted with you and now my eyes have seen it and behold not knowing you were far greater what i heard was half of the greatness of thy wisdom it wasn't even told me for you exceed you are better than what i heard about you dear pastor if you don't interact with your sheep they are going to believe what satan has told them about you i'll say it again if you don't interact with your sheep they will believe what the devil has told them about you if you interact with them you have a chance to correct the negative thing the devil is saying not that he has said it's saying about you interaction will change you know i have learned almost by default that 99 percent of people who don't who have not interacted with me strongly dislike me yes yes all the time i hear people say that you know the first time we saw you we didn't like you, you know i met one of my dearest sons i'm sure he's watching <laughs> and he told me that the first time he saw me someone his beloved came to introduce him to me and i knew that his beloved was extremely cantankerous but he didn't know yet i was close to his beloved so when he saw me he introduced him to me he said immediately i told him this your relationship will never work i said it will never work he said he just said okay then he turned and walked away with a decision never to speak to me again he said he disliked me strongly today he loves me more than most people i know after i interacted with him that that is the story of my life people who meet me for the first time satan convinces them that if he satan is not there i am his assistant (laughs) yes that i'm the worst person to interact with i am used to it now (laughs) i am am used to it now but with time they find me to be the best companion they can have it's true most of the people who are close to me have been close to me for years and even if you offer them the opportunity they would never leave me it's true hallelujah not not all most (laughs) you see but interaction gives you an opportunity to change people's minds pastor natasha late lady for the natasha from trinidad you are welcome pastor kiaya imboa from uganda you are welcome hallelujah Amen. so pastor speak oh the bible said let me speak that i may be healed when you speak people will be healed from the negative things they've heard about you yes interact with them you sit down they find out that ah 
He is not proud. They find out that, look, he's a very nice person. They find out that, look, he's very caring. You know, very compassionate. He cried with me. He was very concerned. I had this problem. He solved it for me. Many nice people don't solve no problems for no one. I'll say it again. Many nice people don't solve any problem and cannot solve any problem for anyone. But Satan, you see, Satan will present your solution as your problem. So pastor, rise up and fight the negative opinions people have about you by talking and by relating and by interacting with people to wipe away the negative comments and negative thoughts Satan has planted in people's minds. Use me as an example. I said, almost everybody I know did not like me the first time this. Even saw me before even interacting with me. By looking at me, they conclude I'm a bad person. I don't don't know why, but... (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Bide Copeland. This looks like from America. You are welcome. Next, number six. Interaction is important because personal contact helps people to become more committed to your church. You will get many pastors when you interact. You will get many leaders if you will bother to interact. Mm -hmm. If you will take time off to interact. Many people who would have been nothing in the church and just and who at best have been attendees will become committed to the church. Look at what happened to Jesus. Let's always follow Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 47. You know, I said I had an announcement to make a gift to give you. I'm going to put on my telegram group. It's just go on telegram type Albertos Mills Odoe. You see the song list Mm -hmm. that we've been using to pray in the uh, prophetic flow prayer meeting. I'm going to give it to everybody as a gift. Wow. Yeah. The inspirational song list that we'll be using to pray. It will be on my Telegram um, channel. Telegram channel. Albert talks me also. You see my name there. Once you join the group, they just join. So you go to Telegram, you download the app Telegram, and then um, you look for Albert Toss Mills. All the way you see it on the screen, or you can go to the Facebook page, it's there. And you just join the Telegram from there. You're going to get the prophetic, the, the song list that we'll be using to pray. You can reproduce the same anointed atmosphere in your home. That's another birthday gift. You know, when an important person is celebrating his birthday, it is not a one-day event. You know, so we are still in the birthday celebration mode of our father, Bishop Daggyward Mills. You know, it's such a blessing to uh, be his son. Amen. So just join the, uh, my telegram group is going to be there. You just download it for your praying comfort and your praying blessing. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. John chapter 1 verse 47. Pastor Felix, you are welcome to watch you watching. Pastor Christelle Bryce also. You're watching. It's just such a blessing to interact. You know, as you are watching me, let me ask you a question. Don't you find it nice when I interact with you and I mention your name? Yes. Yeah. It is a nice feeling that, that your name is mentioned and you are acknowledged. Do the same in your church. You'd find people being committed and um, committed to you. Hallelujah. Number six. 
Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him. John chapter 1, verse 47 to 49. Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him and said to him, Behold, Jesus didn't speak in tongues. He spake and said, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Quickly, 48. Nathanael said unto him, Do you know me from? And Jesus answered and said, ah. Once again, Jesus didn't pray. You can see that there was a back and forth between Christ and Nathaniel. Yeah. Jesus answered and said to him, Before your brother called you, mm. when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Ah. Wow. 49. Nathaniel answered and said, Hey, Rabbi, hey. you are the Son of God. Jesus interacted. The man said, no. I can see the power of God in you. You are none other than the son of God. And you are not just the son of God. You are also the king of Israel. Look, you're keeping your mouth closed, dear pastor. It's not helping you to have pastors and apostles and prophets and people with deep insight because Jesus was indeed the son of God and the king of Israel even though he had not said it. But through interaction, Mm -hmm. all these gifts and hidden things were exposed about him. And Nathaniel, you know, you may not know about Nathaniel from the Bible, but if you read Bible history, and what Bible historians write, he became one of the great apostles who sent the gospel to Asia and to Europe Minor. So interaction is going to win you some of the most important leaders in your ministry. Amen. Amen. Number seven. Pastor Ernest from Italy, you are also welcome. Wow. Interaction is important because Jesus interacted. Simple. Mark 1, 16. And now Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting their nets into the sea because they were fishermen. And Jesus said unto them, come. You see, Jesus didn't pray. He said, Jesus had finished praying in Mark chapter 1, verse 35. After praying, he went round to recruit pillars by speaking. When you don't speak, you won't get no pillars. Amen. Amen. He said, follow me. Come after me. And I will make you fishers of men. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that, and they left their nets and they followed them. Interaction will bring you some of your best disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. Interaction yes. is going to bring you some of your best financiers. Yes. Interaction is going to bring you some of the, your greatest and sweetest sons and daughters. Amen. If you will bother to interact, great things will happen to you in your ministry. Hallelujah. Listen, stop being unfriendly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pastor. Bishop teaches in the book that you should learn how to smile. Wow. Learn how to talk. I had to learn how to speak. You know, when, when I tell people I'm quiet, and I'm sure some of you will be commenting on the group soon, I said, I'm quiet. I don't like to speak. I prefer being quiet. I can be at home for five days with nobody, and that's when I'm happiest. When I'm not speaking, I'm happiest. But I've learned that your ministry will not grow that way. So when I joined Lighthouse and I began to work more closely with Bishop Dagwood Mills, one of the things he kept saying was, you must talk. You must speak. So I have to learn how to speak. Yeah. And I think I've been talking to you for some time. I can see the 
Numbers are growing. So my speaking must have improved. Amen. Your speaking can improve too. Don't say you are quiet. Even if you are quiet, the Bible says we have become all things to all men. That some may be saved. So if your silence will not cause people to be saved, then change your silence so that more people will be saved. Learn how to smile. The Bible says that he that would have friends must show himself friendly. So learn how to be friendly. Learn how to speak. Learn how to talk. Learn how to interact. Learn how to make people feel special. That's the last point. Interaction makes people feel special. Everybody wants to be special. I also want to feel special. Yeah. That's why I tell you to comment. <laughs> I want you to encourage me. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to teach you how, you see, apart from the passive, there are two levels of interaction. The pastor interacting with the sheep is one level. Then the second level is the sheep also interacting with the other sheep. I'll show you. The, The shepherd is a human being. The sheep are the sheep. The shepherd can go and buy sheep or can go and get sheep. Jesus said, other sheep I have who are not of this fold, them also I must bring in that there may be one fold and one shepherd. So there are two ways of your church going. The shepherd can go and buy or add more sheep to the flock. But if the sheep will interact with the other sheep, more sheep will be born or created or produced than what the shepherd can bring. How many sheep can the shepherd bring at a time? But if the sheep will interact well among themselves, one sheep will bring about eight or nine other sheep. And then the other one will bring eight or nine other sheep. And soon the flock will be multiplying. And the blessing and the prophecy of God for his people is that I will multiply them and they shall not be few. Amen. Amen. So, the first one I thought about, the pastor interacting with the sheep. Now, I want to teach you about how to make the sheep interact with each other. Because that's what's going to bring explosive growth. Explosive growth occurs when the sheep interact with each other. But before we do that, I want us to give an offering. Every given, every given, look, every given for such a powerful, anointed word I'm sharing with you. That's going to make your church grow hallelujah every given the numbers are appearing on your screen now to encourage me make me feel special amen Amen. interact with me through your giving you can send your contribution even if it is one euro two euros five ghana cities ten you know don't be giving five ghana cities all the time you can give ten ghana cities julia jarvis you can give ten ghana cities Jess A.K. Hey! This is the first time I've seen you watching. Lady Pastor Jess A.K. Give a very good offering today. Christelle Bryce, I'm looking at you to see whether you'll give. Shepherd Sam, mm, I see you also giving. Look, encourage, if for, for those in Europe, Italy, India, you can pay by PayPal into Macario's office. I'm watching you closely. Those in Italy, you know, I'll be having a special service with the Italians soon, in the name of Jesus. Special interaction with the Italians. 
you know, this morning as I was praying, having my quiet time, God told me have a special time of interaction. I want to start with the Italians from Florence and then to all the other groups, the Indians as well. All pastors from India soon will have a time of interacting just to get to know ourselves closer. Pastor Mahima, Raja, Pastor B- v- Vikash, Matthew, and all the other pastors watching from India. God bless you. You know, for those in Ghana, Africa, everywhere, you can send by MTN, mobile money, or world remit. Lady Pastor Jess AK, I'm watching you very closely. Ira Selma, for off from Angola, Lady Pastor Ira Selma, God bless you for watching. Um, I'll improve my Portuguese, and then I'll also interact with the Italians. Hallelujah. Yes, Pastor Abhishek, I'll be interacting with the Indians also. Amen. You can pay by wealth, remit, give your offering, sow a seed. Look, the Bible says, Jesus Christ said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's going to be a blessing all the way watching from Cameroon. You can also send all over the world from Uganda, Kenya, Kenya as well. Kenya watching. God bless you. God is going to bless us. We're going to bring forth more fruit as we interact together. Hallelujah. Wonderful. How to encourage interaction between your church members. Because like I said, when your members interact among themselves, it leads to explosive growth. Look, one great man of God said that people join the church because of the pastor, but they stay in the church because of the relationships they develop. Amen. Amen. So the more you can cause people to have friends in church. You see, many people are busy and lonely in the week. So when they come to church, it's time to meet their friends. You know, I was on a group recently and um, I was shocked. The ladies were discussing that, look, now when the pandemic lifts and we come to church, they were discussing the color of shoes they wear. You see, they are friends. You see, so they were looking forward to seeing each other again. Now, this had nothing to do with the pastors of the church or the bishops, but the sheep were looking forward to seeing each other again. And we're longing to see each other again because the sheep have been trained to interact and to engage among themselves. Dear pastor, if your church is going to become strong, Bishop calls it shepherdorial cement. It's like cement that holds and binds the church and the congregation together. That is the interaction. Hallelujah. And before we close the few minutes, we have six steps to encouraging interaction between church members. Like I'm saying, I'm sharing it all from this book. Wow. Pastor Helton Pipe from Mozambique. You are welcome. God bless you for watching. Such a blessing. Six steps to encouraging interaction between church members. Pastor Natasha, you've been on. What a blessing. Number one, encourage the congregation to speak to one another. You know, one of the things that was very nice, or is nice, you know, when I joined the church, when Bishop Dag was, end, was ending the church service, he would say, Ten, it's time to share the grape. But before we share the grape, turn to the person standing next to you and tell the person, I am hungry. Will you buy me a snack after church? Hey. I mean, I'm sure that nine out of ten people never bought anybody no snack. But the fact that they could just laugh a bit or share some moments of laughter because when you tell two people to tell each other will you buy me snack 
each of them is selling the other. So who is going to buy who the snack? See, but that was not the point. It always created some laughter and some interaction and some bonding or, or, or if you say, tell your neighbor, can I come to your house for lunch? You know, it always brought some likeness and joviality, you know, in the service and caused the people no longer to be church attendees sitting next to each other. But now they began to develop a deeper relationship. Because like I said at the beginning, how does a relationship develop? It is from people speaking. Words are seeds. So as I say with a smile, can I buy you land or will you buy me land or I will buy you land? I'm sowing a seed into you. And as you say the same thing, you are also sowing a seed back into me. One of the other things that um, is done in Bishop that is beautiful is that people are encouraged to hold each other and share their grace. So they'll say, turn to your neighbor and hold your neighbor's hands. And then if you would add, and look at your neighbor eyeball to eyeball and share the grace with your neighbor. You see, it encourages a rapport. And sometimes, even when the service closes, you would see people who were not friends just chatting a bit because they share the grace together. It's beautiful. Encourage your members to interact in the service. Or, as you are preaching, you can tell them, shake your neighbor, shake your neighbor, and tell the neighbor that, and tell your neighbor that this word is for you. Wow. You know, such interaction always creates relationships which help the church to become more stable. Hallelujah. Number two, <laughs> I can see some people that are interacting on the comments group. <laughs> but it's beautiful. Listen, as you are commenting, also look at other people's comments and comment on their comments. Amen. And when you finish and you see that the picture of the person is nice, you can send me a private message on Facebook. Hey! Hey! You never know what will happen after that. Yeah. As you are commenting on someone's comment and the person gives you a favorable comment back, you can send the person, look, once all of you are on my page, everybody is at least quite if you're not a serious Christian, you, you will not be listening to me at, at 2 p.m. Yeah. You, you will not be on Apostle Toss Mills, Odoe, Dash DHMM, or Macario's TV channel at 2 p.m. If you are not a serious Christian. So I'm recommending everybody on this group. Yes. If you see somebody's comments, you can click on the picture. If the picture is a nice picture. You can like the comment, and if the person likes your comment that you like about the person's comment, you can send the person a private message. Oh, I like your comment during the preaching. Can I be your friend? Hey, hey. Number three, I see. Pastor Helton from Mozambique trying to like somebody's comment on the page. I don't know what that means. I also see Lady Pastor Almeida from Angola trying to like somebody's comment. I also don't know what it means. But she's replied to say, why not? Why <laughs> not? Number two. Organized church comes and social events. Wow. 
that encourage the members to interact with one another. Wow. Yes. Look, don't let your church be too stiff. Oh, you know, when I joined the Kodesh, it was a day before Valentine's Day and um, Bishop Saki at the Kadesh, he organized a mingle among the single people. Mm. Wow. wow. It was beautiful. Singles mingle. Singles. You know, you, you can organize a beach party. See, in Lighthouse, Bishop that calls it an agabapto fest. Oh, okay. Agape, which is love, baptism, festival. Wow. So there's baptism, and after that, there's food and drinks for the church members to interact among themselves. Wow. Many people have found their wives and their husbands during such events. Wow. So you can organize a baptism. Very early in the morning, 7.30, 8. Then after that, there's food and drinks. Then you tell the church members, all the ladies cook and bring it and the brothers should buy drinks and bring it. Wow. Listen, listen, listen. Don't say that food is more expensive than drinks. So, so why are the brothers cheating? This? Look, I don't like, I don't like. Don't, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. The point, look, look, the point is not to cheat the sisters. The point is to create interaction. Wow. Okay, so should the brothers cook for the sisters to bring their drinks? You see, you see why I don't like that. So organize. Look, I'm teaching you how to make your church grow. Organize baptism. In the morning. Every baptism in the morning. 7.38. Finish the baptism. After that, food and drinks and games. It will create interaction. And by the time you see you are officiating many weddings and baby dedications. Number three, encourage church members to marry each other. Wow. Yeah. But who is the best person to find to find a spouse for your member than you, the pastor? The Bible says that it is the duty of fathers to find husbands and wives for their children. It's the father's duty. And if you are the father of your church, find spouses for them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Find spouses for them. Mm. Hallelujah. Look, tell your member that the best person to marry is in the church. Amen. It's true. I find wives and husbands for my children all the time. Last two weeks, I found a wife for one of my sons. And last three weeks, I found a wife for one of my sons. Look, mm. they are so happy. Mm. In fact, even some of the... See, because both the sons and daughters are my children. Mm. It's not incest. It's common sense and spiritual sense. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So one of them I found, he said, look, mm. Apostle, ah. this is the exact person I'm looking for. Hey. Then the w- woman too said, since I was born, you are what I've been praying for. Hey. Another one said, they are watching me. <laughs> Another one said, I found my old notebook. And I saw that many years ago, I used to pray for six things in the husband, and all the six are in the brother oh. you found for. Hey! Hey! It's like Do you think they will leave me? Oh, no, 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 no. One of them, after I introduced them, after two weeks, without my knowledge, they were discussing when to get married. Hey! Wow. hey! hey! <laughs> Look, encourage people to marry. Wow one another from the church look i'm even encouraging those watching the show to marry among yourselves in the name of jesus number four (laughs) number four encourage the church members to employ other members acts 434 
neither was there any among them that lacked. Yes. You should not. Look, if people had a job, there's so much unemployment in the world today. I heard on the news yesterday that within the last two months, 36 million Americans have lost their jobs. In two months, 36 million. Not not 36,000. 36 million Americans have lost their jobs. And all over the world, people are losing their jobs because of the pandemic. Now, if there is a job opening, should it not be given to one of your church members? Look, it will make them feel grateful to God that they are your sheep, that because they are in your church, they have this job. Because they are in your church, they've been able to get married. Look around you. Many women and many men are not able to find married partners for themselves. So difficult. Find one. Be the father to them. And find out how you can help them and help them. Number five, time to close. (laughs) Encourage your members to support each other in times of celebration and mourning. Romans 12, 15. Rejoice with them that rejoice and mourn with them that mourn. One of the nice ministries that uh, in Romans 12, 15, one of the nice ministries that is at the Kodesh is a group called the Social Helpers. I tell you, when it's somebody's engagement, they will organize themselves and go and help. When it's a wedding, they will organize themselves. When it's a funeral, they will organize themselves. You see, it makes the members feel that the church cares about them. Everybody goes to where they feel valued and cared for and cared about. So organize and encourage. Look, when there's a funeral, we are all going. That's right. Many people have left churches because when they were mourning, nobody stood there to mourn with them. Many people have left churches because when they were rejoicing, nobody was there to rejoice with them. Like I was sharing with you a few days ago, when my father died and we buried him 27th January, you know, Bishop's wife herself was standing at the graveside until we put the body in the grave, in the hole and covered it. How can I forget? How can I forget? When my father died, immediately the doctor announced your father is dead. This I said, okay, okay. I just went out of the hospital and called Bishop. I was weeping. I said, my father just passed away. Mm-hmm. Number and then he helped. He took a decision that helped. That really stabilized the family. Really, immediately he said, do this. Immediately, as I was, my father's body was still warm. The body was so warm when I called it. He took it. Do this really stabilize the whole family mm. mentally mm. pastor don't stand by aloof mm. don't be aloof get involved you know i was with uh, the biggest church in india the name is um calvary temple in hyderabad pastor satish kumar you know when i heard of his church one hundred and twenty thousand people Attending 120,000 attendants. Yeah. In Hyderabad. When I heard it, I said, no. There must be something he's doing apart from prayer. You don't gather 120,000 people by prayer. (laughs) Yeah. So I went to do a research in his church. And yes. Lo and behold, there's a lot of rejoicing with those who rejoice and mourning with those who mourn. I cannot give you the details on the internet. (laughs) Number six, and finally, it's time to close. Encourage the church members to make friends 
and to invite each other to their homes. Acts 2, 44. And all of them that believed were together. And all of them that believed, Acts 2, 44. I want all of us to go away with this scripture, Acts 2, 44. And all of them that believed were together and had all things common. And all that believed were together and had all things common. Pastor, create a church system where all those in your church are together and have all things common. When somebody is getting married and they need a car, find somebody in the church with a nice car and let him give his car to the couple to use for their wedding. If somebody owns a hotel, arrange with him so that the members of your church can go for their honeymoon in the hotel of your church member. If somebody is a seamstress in your church, let that person sew the wedding gown for the people. Let them all that that believe in your church and that are all your church members be together. Be together. Let all your church members be together and have all things common. You see your church growing. You see your members becoming established. You see your church becoming mega and more beautiful. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, let these principles we have shared today bring an explosion of growth all over the world. I pray all over the world. All over the world. All over the world. Let your anointing for church cementing now come upon every pastor in the name of Jesus. Let there be a release of the Holy Spirit in India, in Italy, in Uganda, in South Africa, in Cape Town, in Mozambique, everywhere in Mozambique, in Ghana, Lord, all over the world, in Europe, in America, everyone watching, in the United Kingdom. Oh God, give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. For by wisdom is a house built. By understanding it is established. By knowledge, its rooms are filled with all good and pleasant things. I ask for a release of the anointing of wisdom. The anointing of wisdom. Let it come upon us for church growth. Let our ministries be transformed. Let our ministries be transformed. In the name of Jesus, we drive away ignorance. We drive away ignorance. We drive away foolishness. Let your servant no longer be brutish. Let your pastor no longer be stupid. But I pray that we will be like sharpened axes and sharpened battle axes in the hands of the Lord. Use us for your glory all over the world. In India, use us for your glory. Bangladesh, use us for your glory. In Uganda, use us for your glory. Fill our mouth with testimonies. Oh Lord, even as we are in this pandemic, Lord, show us how to implement all these strategies. I ask for church growth. I ask for church growth. I ask for church growth. I ask for ministry to be transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, oh God, our eyes are lifted to you from where our help comes from. We thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. Now, oh Lord, let our tomorrow be better than our today. I pray for Pastor Vikash Anoint him with fresh oil. Let him see the work of his hands prosper. In the realm of the spirit, I lay hands on him. Pastor Vikash in the realm of the spirit, yes. I lay hands on him. Anoint him with fresh oil. Let him receive a fresh impartation of your spirit. I bless him in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit. 
I pray for Pastor Kennedy in Istanbul. I lay hands on him in the realm of the spirit. Give him new sheep. Let there be a spiritual attachment to him. Let those who are under his spiritual influence multiply. Those who are backsliding and those who are not faithful and those who are not committed by the laying on of my hands may they become committed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. In Italy. Receive it in the name of Jesus in Italy. Receive a new wind. Receive strength. Receive a blessing. In India, receive a blessing. All over the world. I pray for Janelle Sims. I lay hands on her. In the realm of the spirit. Let your fire burn in her. Bite us. Let Holy Ghost fire burn in her. I thank you for you said, Behold, I do a new thing. I thank you for strength. Yes. Strength. Yes. Increase us with strength. Strengthen us in our inner man. Let us be spiritually strong that we may accomplish mighty things. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. I pray for Julia Jarvis. Strengthen her in her spirit also. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for watching. Next week, we'll be doing church planting. Yes. Because I believe that there's going to come a last opportunity, a last move of God. Just like the early days, he said, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. Yes. So, what he did in the Alpha in the beginning, he also do it in the Omega at the end. The end is upon us. But I believe that God will give us a last opportunity. Like prophet prayed with us in the flow service about our apostolic gift. In the last opportunity, like the first opportunity, it will be a time for going to plant churches all over the world, to the uttermost. For those in India, Africa is your uttermost. For those in Africa, India is your uttermost. Receive a new grace to go out. Receive the finances to go out. Receive missionaries to go out. If you get these books, you can use them to train your people. Just contact the number, depending on where you are, will help you to get them in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. See you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. Remember, check on my Telegram page for the inspirational song list for the prayer. Be blessed. See you next week. May the grace of God be with you. Jesus' name. Bye-bye.